This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's have a Monday morning check-in now with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun and find out where BC is at right now. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. And uh, the news isn't all that great on the weekend about where BC is. No, it's not. Those numbers went up again. Yeah, 95 more cases, I think, may be a record for a single day, Uh, although I guess it was two days, but no, it was just one day. Uh, 100 deaths now, almost 2,000 cases, and the real big problems, uh, no, it's not travel on Easter weekend. It was the Mission Prison, which has got more than 100 cases now, and the two chicken processing plants. Those are the big problems. Uh, Actually, I think they dropped a couple of long-term care homes from the list of places with problems. So those are the big issues. And uh, I mean, they're clusters. They're in sort of one place or in three places. And uh, one can't help noticing that they're all three of them are federally regulated. Yeah, I was noticing this as well and reading about this is because the provincial prisons are not having the same problem. Well, the provincial prison that had an outbreak, the one in the Okanagan, they capped it off right away. They, I think they ended up with one or two cases. They dealt with it immediately. We've got federal prison. I say it's over 100 cases now. And so the question I asked it to Dr. Bonnie Henry on uh, Saturday, well, what did BC do with the provincial prison and that Ottawa didn't do with the federal prison? Right. Now, she's a diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> and she's very careful, as Gordon McDonald noted to you this morning. She uses very careful language. But when Dr. Bonnie Henry is critical of someone, it's careful, but there's no mistaking it. And she said uh, dealing with Ottawa on this thing was challenging. Um, somebody else might have set their hair on fire, but she just said challenging. She said, and I'm going over the quote here, was it, uh, may, they may not have recognized it early enough, the Federal Prison Service. Uh, they said we had some challenges in our communications with Corrections Canada. She said the Fraser Health region bent over backward to deal with this. She said the federal corrections system have different ways of doing things. She said the province had difficulty with the communications, finding out people who were going to be released, and people who were in close contact. So that's, by Dr. Bonnie Henry's standards, pretty critical. Uh, and I have to say, Simi, I've done the provincial political beat for a long time. This is classic federal-provincial relations. You know, Ottawa, they are distant. They are imperial in their attitude toward especially the regions, especially British Columbia and the regions. You know, uh, I think Ontario and Quebec know how to make them sit up and take notice faster. But look at the struggle Adrian Dix and John Horgan had getting the federal government to deal with a situation of people arriving at the airports. The province finally had to take matters into its own hands. So, you know, this is a serious problem, and it's British Columbia's handling of stuff has been first rate. I think we they, they deserve the praise they're getting. But, and, you know, there's going to be problems. But this one, uh, this mission prison thing is, uh, 
as I just think, a huge drop the ball by the federal government, and it's the biggest problem with the outbreak in the province right now. Well, as you mentioned, with the poultry plants as well, we've gotten a lot of cases out of those two situations there, and those, again, are federally regulated. Yeah, and I think one of the problems that happens is just getting Ottawa to communicate uh, with the province. Uh, I know at least one day the provincial release of the daily release of the stats, which we get every day regularly from the provincial government around three o'clock. It was held up one day. You may remember it went into the global news hour before they got the numbers. And I gather the holdup that day was getting the numbers out of federal prisons. You know, who do you think you are, you little province? How dare you ask us for information? It's 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 a serious thing, and you know, and I know the premier's been trying to deal with this diplomatically. We, you know, the, this isn't the time to be fighting with Ottawa. Clearly, though, Simi, it's a struggle just getting the basic information out of uh, federal agencies and then getting them to do what needs to be done in short order. Well, let's talk about another situation that has been kind of weeks in the making, all these questions about what are we doing about Oppenheimer Park? Is this just a situation that is waiting to get worse over the weekend? A big announcement. Uh, Yeah, a big announcement and a really interesting one, a very informative one. Um, So on the weekend, they announced that they're going to act on three encampments. So Oppenheimer Park is the one that's well known to people in Metro Vancouver. There are two of them over here in Victoria that the mayor has been complaining about and that have been getting a lot of publicity as well. Topaz Park, which is a, a, a park in the city, and the boulevard on Pandora Avenue. That's a street in Victoria that has a large grass-to-treed boulevard down the middle. And there are encampments there as well. So what they're doing is they have lined up uh, alternate accommodation off-site rooms, mostly in hotels. This is interesting. They've gotten they've lined up hotels, and they say that the people in those three encampments are going to move. They believe they will move voluntarily, but there's also an emergency order by the Solicitor General, Mike Farnworth. Uh, closing those three sites, uh, they were closed effective Saturday, nobody else allowed in, supposedly enforced by the police, and people will be moved 20 or 30 at a time into this new secure and safe accommodation. Okay, and these are hotels? Yeah, they're hotels. <laughs> Interesting, we asked about that, and you know, we were told, well, you know, uh, what's it going to cost? And they said, well, you know, we'll give you the numbers eventually, they're still working on how much it's going to cost, but they said, uh, believe it or not, we got a pretty good deal on the room rate. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, because the hotel, I mean, it's not funny, but it is in a way that, uh, yeah, they got they got good rates on the rooms. They did, they are signing an agreement, however, with the hotels mm-hmm. that they're moving people into to rest- repair any damage and clean, deep clean the rooms when they give them back. They also said, indicated that in the long run, the minister, uh, Shane Simpson, indicated that the province will actually be looking at acquiring some of these places as as permanent accommodation. So in the long run, that's where they're going. Um, there was one surprise in all of it, and mm-hmm. I guess when you think about it, it isn't such a surprise. But, of course, we asked, um, is there any COVID-19 in these three encampments already? And we were told, yeah. no, that there's been testing and there isn't. And how could such things be? And I understand that the explanation is, you know, these people are already really self-isolated. They're self-isolated in their own community with the other people. They're very vulnerable, 
But apparently the virus hasn't gotten into their community yet um, because of the way it entered British Columbia. It entered British Columbia from people traveling overseas. They don't have much contact, not surprisingly, with Oppenheimer Park. Um, and then it got into seniors' homes. And again, um, you know, the most likely right. way would be healthcare workers. But we were also told this by the minister um, healthcare workers have been refusing to go to these sites. For some time. That's one of the reasons they decided that in order to make these people safe, they needed to get them out of those encampments. And that's one of the reasons why they've moved. That's yeah, I heard the same thing too. like weeks and weeks, people asking, how can there be no cases down in Oppenheimer Park? And I was curious about that. So they're saying no, there's that's why they were taking their time here. Yeah, and they're, they're, the urgency was the deaths. So we had uh, two deaths here and uh, I think overdose deaths in Topaz Park in Victoria. Uh, but yeah, they were hmm. obviously if the virus got into those communities because of the vulnerabilities, it would have spread rapidly. But thankfully, there's no evidence that it got into those communities and by moving people and, you know, I hope they're correct that they will all move voluntarily and the encampments will be closed down by moving them uh, and securing them, uh, there will, you know, where they may avoid what would have been an obviously been a disaster. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sim.